I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to The Alter Tapes, a weekly podcast that examines alter horror shorts with a rotating series of co-hosts. I'm Joe Lipset. I'm joined by Sheree Bohannon. Yay! Happy New Year! <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Exciting times. I feel like I haven't talked to you about one of these in a hot second. And we have picked an interesting one. Like, legit cannot believe someone has not already taken this. Right? I assumed it was snatched within our first couple episodes, and I just forgot. Um, and so I was happy to, like, double-check the notes and be like, no, it's ours. I know, yes. Yeah, so folks, we're talking about Piggy, which is written and directed by Carlotta Parada. And, of course, this is the short, which then became a film last year. And... Uh, well, I'll, I'll read the description and then you and I can really dig into this, but it is about Sarah, an overweight teen that lives in the shadow of a clique of cool girls holidaying in her village. Not even her childhood friend Claudia defends her when she's bullied at the local pool in front of an on in front of an unknown man. Her clothes are stolen and Sarah must get home wearing nothing but her bikini and the long walk home will mark the rest of her life. 
Okay, so I'm curious, had you seen the short before and have you seen the film? I saw the film a few weeks ago okay. because I was trying to cram in as many movies for last year as possible before making my right. list, even though it's a fool's movie. <laughs> oh, um, gosh, yes. <laughs> and I really liked the feature, mm-hmm. and I heard there was a short, and I was like, ooh, what's that about? And so I, I, I feel like that description definitely does what it needs to for the short, but I think that the movie has a lot more going on and a lot of other stuff happening. So I'm excited to see people who've seen both's reaction. Have, were you familiar with both? So I knew it was a short, but I hadn't seen it. And I caught this at Sundance where it premiered last year. So I was one of the first people to see the film. I liked most of it. I find the third act didn't kind of blow me away. It felt a little bit drawn out. But going back and watching the short, which folks, if you have not seen the pair of these, this short is effectively the first act of that feature film. Like it is very, very close But like you said, Sheree, it's basically just we've added in some additional details. There's a little bit more development in who this character is. She actually has like a sibling and parents and friends. And it's um, it's it's a pretty solid adaptation, all things considered. But it's fun to go back and watch the short because it really feels like you're seeing the genesis of everything. Yeah, because how often, especially on the altar tapes, do we go, I like this short and I want more. Mm-hmm. And so to have the universe give you more of when you want, like that's that's a miracle. It really is. Yeah. I think that what's missing from both the feature and the short for me personally is that I just wanted to see her take care of some people with mm-hmm. their own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get too far into that because people have not seen the feature. <laughs> But I, I'm here for right. vengeance. Um, I like, I choose violence. Um, that's just I mean, I that's very fair because if you have ever experienced bullying, fat phobia, any of those, like mm-hmm. this is a really difficult property to watch because Sarah, who is played by Laura Galan in both the short and the feature, she's excellent. But it's also really hard to watch this incredibly passive character have to go through these things like she barely even has a line of dialogue in this short. That's one of my notes, is that she's mostly reacting with noises mm-hmm. because she's just being traumatized for 14 oh, minutes. Oh, boy. Right? And that makes it even harder because, like, you just want her to be, like, to yell something or say something. And instead, she's just, like, whimpering and crying. And I get it. Trauma's trauma. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why I'm happy we get a feature where we do get to hear her, like, clap back a little yes. bit in some places and like hear what she's thinking and feeling. But also this actor, I found out an accident when I was Googling stuff earlier is 37 years old. What? Right. Why does she look younger than me? <laughs> what is she doing that I'm not doing? What is her skincare regimen? I need to know immediately. <laughs> that is wild. Like, I need to that, that kind of explains it though, because even though this is nearly a nonverbal performance, I find this, it's captivating like she is so expressive and i find this character incredibly empathetic like it's obviously by design but i am so with sarah throughout this entire ordeal and you're right you you want vengeance for her yes no because like we've all especially like those of us who are chubbier people or have a chubbier past Mm -hmm. um we all have been there where it's like i have to like walk across this room to these people or i'm gonna Mm -hmm. wear something a little bit scandalous and people are bitches and so like (laughs) as soon as we start and you know it's called piggy you're like oh she's in the swimming pool that's gonna be hard and they show up and they like legitimately bully her like they're in third grade not like (laughs) teens and i'm like what is this do you not have home training 
I don't understand uh, what is happening. Because they are just trying to drown her a little bit. And yep. her, <laughs> her childhood friend is like, I'm with the cool kids. Sorry about it. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. There's so much to unpack. Because these girls are vicious. You know, like there's a there's a head bully, Maka, who is played by Maria Velapa. Puig? Oh, God, me and pronunciation is terrible. But Maka is the, the ringleader. But yeah, we've got Claudia, who is played by Elizabeth Casanovas. And she very clearly doesn't want to go along with it. But she does, because as you noted, you know, she's she's in with the popular girl. She doesn't want to be the victim of bullying. So it's easier to just go with the flow. But there's something... I don't know, like, do you find it more satisfying that the person in the back of this truck with this serial killer at the end of the short and the first act of the film, the person that we see is not Maka, it's Claudia? I I love that because, again, like, if this is your friend, if this is your actual friend, you are going to end up, you end up standing up to the bullies with them, even if you know it's going to end badly. Because, again, this is your Mm -hmm. friend. Your friends are like family. We all have chosen family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's your and fucking so friend. Like, Stand up for your fucking friend. It's very RuPaul watching somebody drown from his balcony, and I just I'm not right. that energy. <laughs> um, and so I I was like, good for her. Like she deserves this. Um, if she survives, maybe she'll speak up for her friends. In the right. Future. If she doesn't, oh well. <laughs> mm, well, exactly. I guess I guess she fucked around and found exactly. out, didn't because she? Like what you do does come back to bite you in the ass. Um, and, and it, it did. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely want to have a conversation about the depiction of fatness in this short because I can see people watching this and either feeling uncomfortable relating to this character if you yourself identify as fat or have been the victim of, of fat phobic bullying or you were bigger or or you were bigger when you were younger, but like I don't know. I I hate it when people get called brave for performances because I'm like, this is just a person living their fucking life. I hate that because brave is often used to describe people who are not like size five blondes. Um, (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, she's so brave. And it's like, no, my boobs look great today. I wear something low cut and you're all welcome. And (laughs) (laughs) and so I I love that like she's in her bathing suit, even though I knew it was going to end badly because she is Mm -hmm. gorgeous, which makes sense. She's a 37 year old woman. And so she's like, I know how to like accentuate not a move. But and so I just I don't know. I think that we need more depictions of women just in bathing suits of different body types. It's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why the shrill episode pool stands out. It's written by Samantha Irby, who's like a bigger black woman. And it is, it was the first time I'd ever seen like a bunch of like bigger women at a swimming pool because usually we're like hidden in kitchens or we're wearing like tents. Like you Mm -hmm. never just see us out and about with our curves having fun. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why that show works for me. And it's why I love that, like this bathing suit that like Mm -hmm. Sarah's wearing in Piggy is kind of like a little moment of resistance because it's not a one piece, which no, we're normally shoved into one pieces. Like, I don't know if Mm -hmm. you look at like bigger girl clothes, Joe, but it's like clown clothes. It's like cover all of her, (laughs) let me show her wrist and her neck only. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) it's like pop quiz is it victorian era times or is she a bigger girl right we can't tell she's wearing a muumuu we won't know till she fades we have to cut it off of her and then we'll know it's just like why i and that's why i love when i see 
girls who are wearing the things um, mm-hmm. because they can and they want to, as opposed to society's going to feel a way about it. Because society's always going to be upset. Like, look at Lizzo. Lizzo's running around oh fucking football stadiums and high heels playing a flute. And we're like, oh, no, I'm worried about her weight was what the fuck <laughs> people are saying. And I'm like, she's in better shape than all of us. Shut up. She looks happy. Drag her. You're just like, what? <laughs> no, and that is the world we live in. We're just like, this big black woman is having fun and she's sexy. I'm threatened. <laughs> and it's just like, how do you say more about yourself than a type mm-hmm. of Yep. Sorry, you're telling on yourself. Right? <laughs> but this short is doing something interesting, right? Because it is quietly confrontational in terms of how do you respond to Sarah and her plight? Like, I think you would have to be a fucking asshole not to relate to this character. But there is something to be said for this character is wearing a skimpy bikini for almost the entirety of these 13 minutes. Like, we're watching her run. We're watching her climb in and out of this pool. You know, we're watching her in distress on the whole time. Skimpy bathing suit. And a, if this was a male director, it would be absolute no-go. Like, people would be ripping this apart. Mm. But I think there's also just an interesting thing to be said for the film isn't... The film doesn't care if you're uncomfortable with watching her in this state of undress. Like, that is part of the experience of the short. Like, you either feel uncomfortable, you either relate to her, you either cheer for her. But, like, that is by design. And I think it's, I don't know, it, I'm not used to it. It feels so fresh in that way. Right? I, especially in this short, because like in this short, she has like a little wound in her mm-hmm. stomach. And yeah. usually that's like covered up and there's makeup all over it. And so sure. it's just like this girl who's just being this girl, which we never get to fucking see ever. No. <laughs> like she's like, I'm going to wear this swimsuit. I'm going to go there. And it kind of forces people to look at a actual human body, which mm-hmm. we don't get to see often. Cause like, if we do get somebody who's like their actual selves, it's photoshopped to fuck. And so mm-hmm. you're just like, you removed three rib cages from who for why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to her jaw? She had it yesterday. And this is just like a person. And we, we need more of that because a lot of kids grow up, especially the kids in the Midwest, because I was one. I had the misfortune of being a size 13 as a teen and told I was mm. obese. I was not obese. Not that I'm fat. I know I was not <laughs> nearly as fat as they th- said I was. Right. Um, and so we grew up with like all these like weird like ideas and uh, body dysmorphia and eating disorders and like these, oh, I need to like lose weight so somebody will like, notice me as opposed to mm-hmm. being like, um, I'm actually kind of legit. And I just, I love that we get to see somebody being a person. We need more, sadly, we just need more people looking like people on TV. Because again, she is gorgeous. And so what would Photoshop have added? (laughs) Exactly. So what do you make of the fact that the short and the film are both named Peggy? Because it's like immediately connoting, like it's, it's giving you an impression. It's it's obviously catchy. It's something that's going to be able, like, we're going to be able to market both of these films as a result. But is this another sort of part of the confrontation? Is it part of the dialogue that the short and the film are having? Or is it kind of like, I don't know. Because it's called Piggy, and because I saw, like, the poster, I should have thinking it was going to be her getting back at her bullies. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that it was not that for both, because it's it's not that, even though I've read a couple of think pieces 
where they're saying what does happen in the feature is a manifestation of her feels. And I, right. I would like to follow that thread, but also you have to just sometimes sort of look at what it is um, and it's not what I want and it's fine. It's still a good movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it kind of goes there, but it's, she does not become like a righteous agent of, of chaos or vengeance, right? Like she, she kind of gets pulled along, like very much the trajectory that we're seeing in the short is just an ex- it gets extended in the film, but it's still kind of like she's sort of going along with it, but she's still relatively passive and yeah. she gets a couple of moments of agency. Exactly. Like she is, she's definitely one of those protagonists where things are happening to and around them mm-hmm. as opposed to her making things happen and triggering things to happen. Right. I, I'm sure that's intentional. And I'm sure that when I am done wanting the movie, I didn't get. <laughs> I can mm-hmm. But again, like as a girl who was chubby and as a woman who is fat, I, I want to see fat girls get some vengeance on some of their bullies. And maybe that's just something we have to go right on our own, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of one of the things that I wish we could take away from this discussion is that we didn't even have to address the fat protagonist like wouldn't it be refreshing if it was just like oh she's she's here all the time we're used to seeing fat girls in horror we're used to seeing fat girls on screen like (laughs) even hey folks if you're being gently triggered by the way that i keep saying fat it's because we don't say the word like we we need to become more comfortable with body types of all sizes and fat is one of those exactly like i love the word fat because a lot of the times people I don't know if they do it intentionally or not, um, but they try and take away your fatness. And I'm like, no, mm. it's like my eye color, my hair color, my height. It's what I am. I enjoy ice cream and beer. I'm good. Like, <laughs> again, because society likes to look at things that are not your random like Karen and Kitties as a failure. <laughs> and so like if you're not Captain America, then you're a failure. Right. And fat's not a failure. Fat means that like I have a different set of priorities than some people, but I'm not like at the gym outside with cheesecake being like, come break back with me, everybody. And mm-hmm. so why not just like my journey? Um, And that's why <laughs> I want more fat girls in the genre and I want more of them in roles when we don't talk about their fatness. But like, unfortunately, this is one of the few fat leads we have that I can think of mm-hmm. in recent memory, if not all memory, actually. Then I'm out here on this ledge. Wow. Yeah. I think <laughs> one of the things I really appreciate, too, is that this isn't Hollywood fat. Like, this isn't size four. Oh, yeah. my God, look at her. I'm embarrassed. It's like, no, she's fat. Like, she she is proper fat. But at the same time, as you said, she's like stunningly gorgeous you get the impression that if she was having different experiences she would actually be very comfortable like the fact that she's even wearing this bathing suit sure she only reveals herself when there isn't anyone around and she becomes uncomfortable when she sees the man in the pool but it's also because you can tell she's had to deal with this fat phobia bullshit her entire life so she's just not comfortable in her own skin yeah which is very very accurate um because i don't know i don't know any girl who grew up who was comfortable in her own body for all of the reasons <laughs> that comes with that yeah just growing up in a body is uncomfortable Listen. but especially if you're female 
Especially if you're fat. Yeah. Especially because society likes to project their ideas on you. And so, like, if your mm. skirts are too short, then you're fast, which I, that's a right. whole other rant that I'm not going to even start because it's three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you got? <laughs> and if your skirts are too long, then you're a prude. Um, and if sure. your hair isn't blonde, then it's crap. And, oh, my God, if your hair happens to have texture, you dirty bitch. And so, like, you're just being told all things that are wrong with you forever and always. And then people are like, why doesn't she have any self-esteem? Why is she settling for so-and-so? And And it's like, because you beat her up from the moment she was given birth to. Um, And now she's a broken shell of a person. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, am I charging you for this? Is this therapy? (laughs) We should start our own therapy podcast with our other 90 podcasts. What? Oh my God. No, no, not qualified. I don't want to be canceled for that. <laughs> we can get a degree. They're online now. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. All the time you and I have sure. <laughs> so my, my takeaway from this short at the end of the day, because normally we would end this and say, let's have a conversation about a potential feature. Folks, <laughs> go out and watch the feature. Support this writer director. I'm super excited to see what she does next because I like the the technical prowess of this short even though yeah like you i found i just wanted a little bit more of the narrative but i think at the end of the day it's very telling to me that i watched the short i feel a little bit uncomfortable i have to do some reconciling within myself about why that is and then realize oh i want fiery righteous vengeance for this character and i want to see more fat girls in the genre on screen like those are two pretty good takeaways. So to have accomplished this from this, I believe this is her first feature. I think so. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, she's definitely one to watch. Like, I want to see what she's putting out next. Right? Because I'm always yelling for intersectionality, which is why I have so many podcasts. And so the fact that, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I get like a fat girl and she's Latina, oh, hells yes. Mm-hmm. And for it to be an actual good movie. Because again, like... It could have been anywhere, and it would have been like at least we have one. But like this is actually mm-hmm. good. Like I can, yeah, I can sit here with my face set straightly and be like, you should give it the six dollars on YouTube or Amazon. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't say that for a lot of movies that I saw last year, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, we we've had that conversation, <laughs> folks. Keep an ear out. Uh, you'll hear Sheree and I talk about that more at length somewhere else. <laughs> but I fully agree. Like, if nothing else, this gives me. You know, I I think I wanted certain things from that feature. That doesn't mean that the feature isn't good because it doesn't give me what I want, exactly. right? Like, it was more, oh, I really want to see this character get vengeance because that's going to be so satisfying and cathartic. And the feature just says, oh, well, we're going to give it to you of a sort, but that's not really what we're doing. And you just have to kind of reconcile that. Exactly. Because a lot of the times, I think that a lot of us get in our own heads. And that's why we're like, I hate this movie because it's not the way I would have done it. Or, But like, mm-hmm. you didn't make the movie. Um, <laughs> and so you have to sort of take what's given to you and like judge it on that. And it... It does what it's about to do. It's not what I wanted, no. But also, it's not like out here being offensive or harmful. Mm-mm. It's just, it's not the bloody vengeance that I, as a Gemini, was seeking, which I'm used to. <laughs> yes, yes. Give us vengeance or give us many more movies like this. Exactly. all right well sheree if people want to continue the discussion about peggy with you either the short or the feature how do they get a hold of you you can find me at miss sheree on instagram and twitter um and you can find all my podcasts and my bio because it it's a lot of things i do and so they're just there and you can pick and choose like a choose your own adventure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, pick your intersection. Where do you want to go? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to steal that merch. Oh. <laughs> money, 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 money merch. Yes. And folks can find me at B Snow My Remote, and that's the letter B. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm around. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> I'm keeping busy. <laughs> the busiest man in podcasting. <laughs> Oh, God. That is not a moniker that I want. Thank you. (laughs) You know what? No, we're having fun. Because this was a blast. And I was really happy to have this conversation with you again. The fact that we get to cherry pick this plum altar title. Just like, yes, it is ours. I felt special. This is the only way to enter the new year. um, (laughs) Recording Mm -hmm. the piggy. Because, again, how did all of us not do this? I could have sworn. Like I know. Had you told me I did it, I'm like, yeah, I did. (laughs) Because, again, it's piggy. (laughs) Um, It's wild. Yeah. I'm happy we all missed this one so we can have it together. There we go. Yes. Bringing in the new year with style. Uh, Folks, go and check out some other shorts. Tell us what else you want us to cover. And obviously subscribe to the feed. You know, it'd be really nice to get some ratings, some reviews on this motherfucker because we're pumping out content on these shorts. We produced 46 episodes last year, Sheree. You know what? Like, we deserve a couple stars. We deserve a couple reviews because, again, Mm -hmm. like, we're letting you know what to watch on Alter because, I mean, Alter has a lot on there and we are curating an amazing list. Like... Yes. I, I can't think of maybe three shorts that were not for me, but they weren't bad that we've covered so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the hit ratio on Alter is incredibly impressive. Like, And again, I'm just, I'm wanting to have more conversation about shorts because I think it's doing some of the best work out there. And it also gets us names and people we don't get to see with the features mm. usually because the features right. are normally being just like white men being produced. And so mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like, I I keep saying I'm going to do this, but I don't have time. <laughs> I, would love, <laughs> I would love to break it down to see how many of our directors and writers have been like women or non-binary. Um, how many have been queer? How many have been brown? Uh, because right. I know it's a good number. It's such a good number. And it's on accident because I definitely I just like pull something that looks cool. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 it's written by women, of course. Check. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for our discussion of Piggy. But folks, stay tuned. We'll have a brand new episode for you next week, I think. I might be back. Yeah, it's me. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I'm kicking Sheree to the curb. We'll bring somebody new in. We'll have a brand new short. It'll be great. But uh, yeah, until then, um, I guess go and watch a short, folks. Scream Pod Squad. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.